today, my friends, I will unabashedly engage in a meditation with you. Normally I tell a story, whether it's about me, or about someone in my imagination, or about me. Whether it's linear or fragmented, sensical or nonsense, I usually tell a story. But tonight, my friends, I am finding that I need to make things quiet. I need to be alone here. With you, of course. And of course, also with everyone else here in this imaginary forest you find yourself in tonight. And where I find myself most nights. It's a nice one. Almost too nice. Almost impossibly nice. Of course it is. I want it to be. I want the sky to be clear. I want the stars to be bright. I want the moon to be waxing. I want there to be fireflies. I've never seen them before. Not in person. And I want the lake to come just a little bit closer. There it is. I'll sit on the bank side for a moment. Go back in time to a few nights ago, which is easy to do here because, well, you know why. Time. I'll shuffle my cards in this place and time where there was a new moon hanging in the sky. And I asked my tarot deck what message I should receive for the new moon. And I drew the Knight of Wands reversed. My shoulders slumped a little until I remembered that there is an important message in everything, even if it seems like an attack. My cards do not attack me. Only I can really do that. The Knight of Wands reversed is restless. He is impatient. He is arrogant. He is frustrated because he wants to create and control, but he cannot for some reason. Sometimes this leads to unhealthy behavior. Sometimes this leads to overcompensating by controlling other things too much. Sometimes this leads to low esteem for oneself. Sometimes we try to master too many things at once because we are afraid of losing control over anything, so we wrestle with everything instead, when rather, we should focus only on one thing, perhaps, and calm down. Give that thing time to grow. Breathe out your frustration. If there's no such thing as time, then in a sense we all have it in abundance, don't we? As much as we have none of it. So take that abundance of time and relax and let the plants grow. Don't overtend the garden 
Don't overwater the flowers. Don't prune the weeds too aggressively. Can you sit here and wait? Can you sit here and enjoy the growing, rather than demand the fruit instantly? I have difficulty with this, maybe because I am too hungry. It has been growing a little more crowded here, outside the forest with the noisy graspers, and within the forest with restless spirits, upside-down knights of wands themselves. So much energy, so much light, so much shadow, so much, so much, so much. But with nowhere to go. I hear you, my friends, howling in the night. I see you, zipping in and out of the trees. I feel you, cold and shivering, even in the summer. These late days of the summer that are starting to see the umbra of fall creeping in. There will be a gathering here again once autumn arrives. But some of them are early. Or maybe they're always here and I've just decided to look at them tonight. That is possible. I try to be good and kind and helpful and loving, but sometimes I get stuck in my own shadow. Forgive me for that, friends. I am not disconnected. Never that. And I am not even guarded, though I may appear to be. But I am, however, learning. And I have learned to keep listening to the little intuitive spot that sits under my lungs and wiggles when I should beware of someone, of something, of myself, of this place. I am trying to let it guide me, but I need quiet for it. I need a quiet that the Knight of Wands, whichever direction he finds himself in, rebels at. I cannot tell you a story about someone else, because I do not know what message to impart, especially if the message for the new moon I received speaks to calming the overactive voices in my mind, in my woods, if the message tells me to stop negative, addictive behavior too. See, I cannot tell a story about someone else, because there are too many voices reaching out through the summer air, distracting me. No, I won't blame them, no, 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 no. It is my responsibility to sit and breathe in the din and distill what is important. That is my task. Good. Good. I am warming up to this card already. I am warming up even more because the summer's heat is so great. And there's a god made of fire here who loves me. But it gets too hot. I must be left alone for a bit. Love you. Leave me alone. Wait. 
Come back. No, never mind. Love you. Go away. Love you. What am I doing? I don't mean to control you. Do what you like. I am going to go away. Just for a bit. I release control of whatever you are doing, friend. Fire sprite. Ghost. Whoever is here chattering. Do what you like. I am going on a journey. The world turns and turns and turns. Against all odds, it all continues. Though it looks different, and though the world is injured more and more grievously each minute, and though it has every reason to simply stop and give up or implode or pack its bags and leave, the world keeps going. The universe has a natural flow to it, and I wish it would flow into my soul, flood my soul with its ability to persevere, and still somehow be beautiful and resilient and strong, submerge my forest with cleansing water. It is a time of fire right now, metaphorically and astrologically, but also literally unfortunately. And I wish I had fire in me this week. But I don't. I am all water. If I were to jump in a lake, I would scatter into a million billion droplets and flow this way and that. And it would feel so exceptionally wonderful to be everywhere and yet nowhere all at once. But never mind. That is a fantasy, an impossibility, and a selfish decadence. There is work to be done above water. I can't run away and hide there and have little fishies swim in and out of my ribs and sing at everyone to leave me alone. I can't do that. Aside from the fact that I'd die of loneliness, it's cruel and unhelpful, and I don't want to be those. But I also want to lose control. Mm. Mm. No. Relinquish control. Release is different from loss. Oh God, I'm so sorry. Is this boring? Is this selfish? Is this indulgent? I'm so sorry I dislike those three things, and yet here I am. How often have I used the word I here? One ought to try to rectify that. One will. The lake is closer now, and larger. In fact, I hardly see any land now. The waters have risen, and the tree trunks sit comfortably under its rippling surface. It's no matter. Creatures can climb trees and live happily up there. 
Spirits do not feel the water. I do, though. I adore it. Too cold. Growing too deep. Oh, look. A boat. A little rowboat sliding towards me. Oh, my friend, forgive me. Towards us. Come in the boat with me. We do not even need to do the rowing. I think there must be an invisible car in here. A ferryman we cannot see. Doing the rowing. Thank you, friend. Take us where you will. The sound of oar cutting through water. The sound of crickets in the distance. Perhaps the call of... Is it a wolf? Ah, no, it is only a howling water bird. Fireflies far on shore. They do not want to come where we're going, dear friend. And the moon is no longer new. It is waxing again. It is slowly allowing fullness to return to itself. As it will with me too, in time. And you. My memory is not very long. I am sure I repeat myself, and frequently. My hope is that you are not here to judge, but rather to enjoy. But I cannot control how you respond to whatever it is I say. Do what you like. I hope you find peace tonight with me. Maybe you wanted terror. You'll have it once we reach that tiny little island. The one our little boat is approaching. It is so small it can only fit maybe a handful of creatures. But not to worry. The two of us will be quite cozy there. Somehow it is not just waterworked stone, but a little island, a scary, if you will, with soft green grass, clean and fragrant. As I disembark and get my bearings on the little bit of land, our rowboat starts rowing itself away, leaving us there. Oh, I hope we can get back. Panic rises, and I fear momentarily that we may not, and so I frantically search and search the deep waters. I assess the distance and whether or not I could swim it. I cannot see the shore. We are too far out from it. It is almost a sea now. It is a sea now. Was it never a lake to begin with? But then what is this thick fog rolling in all around us? I feel trapped and surrounded and endangered. And then I remember, I must wait. I asked for water. Here it is. Enjoy it. And wait. Something is floating towards us. Something small. Something glass. A bottle. Take the cork out. What's within? 
Huh. Treasure. A pendant with a stone. A perfectly smooth marble. A tawny, striped kind of orange and brown stone. One I've never owned in a reality close to yours, I think, but one that I know to be often used as a talisman for protection and clear sight and calm. Thank you, whoever sent this adrift. Thank you for the help. Beautiful night. A beautiful foggy night. Even without the crickets and the fireflies gone, the fog is beautiful too. So is the water. So is the little bit of green grass we have here. And so are you, my friend. Beautiful as any of it, and all of it combined. I have nothing with which to make a fire now. I have no ability to grow a tree so tall it can be seen from the sky. I cannot make myself fly anymore to see if I can find help from above. We are simply here. There's a peace in that, if you allow yourself to feel it. It is frightening, though, especially when you hear whispers upon the fog. Songs from the darkness, splashing that is out of rhythm with the ebb and flow of the tide. Someone is coming. Someone is approaching. Who is coming? Who is approaching? I do not recognize them. I can barely see them. In their little boat, almost transparent, gray, rowing themselves frantically, far too frantically, panicked, weeping, a young person, expensively dressed, from a fashion long, long past, looking around wild-eyed and confused, angry, Lost, lost, lost. They come into my view and I wonder for a moment if this ghost can see me. When I clear my throat, it is clear that they can. They look me in the eye, and the shock there is palpable. The horror first at seeing another phantom in this sea but then the ecstatic glee only someone who has gone ages and ages without seeing another person flashing in their eyes. But then horror again, not knowing what I am, with my newly green and purple skin and lit-up eyes, reflecting back light that doesn't exist, but insisting on shining anyway. And horror, too, at the realization that they even still, are lost at sea. I remembered the way I came from, however, and though it was not perfect, it is where I want to get back to. If I had a boat, I would. I cannot ride in this ghost's boat. It is a ghost boat. The living cannot ride in the boats of the dead. 
my new friend, do not fear. My forest will be waiting for you. There are other ghosts there who will welcome you in their own way. And you must wait there for me until all hallow tide. I hope it's not too early for me to say that. But wait there for me until that time. I point my arm in the direction they should go. They smile gratefully. They nod and wave. They calm down and start off in that direction. But as they disappear into the fog, I know that it is their responsibility to stay focused and get themselves there. It will take traveling. It will take bravery. And I cannot help them any further. But I wave goodbye as they go. Quiet again for a long time. Again, perhaps I am a little concerned that we'll never get off this island. But if that's the case, then what would be the point of panicking? That is no comfort. But another little something is rolling its way towards us. A little glass jar bobbing through the water. Inside there is a tiny little boat. An identical copy of the one that took us here. Even an adorable little oar hanging from the side of it. I remove it from the jar and hold it in my hands like a toy. It makes me laugh. I wanted a boat, didn't I? Sometimes things come in small increments. Or someone helps however they can. Even if it is just a little. And it warms my heart, and I forget my troubles for a moment, and play with it in my hands. I play with it in the water, too. You can take it if you like, and play with it now as well. Another little boat is coming by, but this time, another ghostly rowboat. There is someone in it, once more. Someone who looks tired. Someone who appears to be overworked and too old to be so. And so they do not row. I get the impression that they rowed far too much in life, as it were. And so now they are lost because they are drifting. They lean back, eyes on the sky, unable to rest but unable to work anymore. They drift into my view and do not see me immediately. I clear my throat, and the ghost looks over at me, too tired to be afraid. I lean over as their boat comes to me, and I grab onto it with my hands. Can you do me a favor and hold on to me while I dig my feet into the earth and help push them off towards my forest? Thank you. There. Another ghost on their way now. They smile and are grateful for the help. That was a mighty push. I think they can make it most of the way now, back to the forest. They have just a little glow around them, energy returning a little at a time, after having been given the opportunity to rest, finally. Wait for me there until all hallow tide, I call out to them. 
they wave in acknowledgement. It will be a good year. These things usually come in threes, do they not? Does that mean we are nearing the end of our meditation? Another glass bottle is floating towards us. The third one. But this one is empty. Shortly after that, a third boat drifts into our view too. And it too is empty. It is ghostly, but it does not carry a ghost. I do not think that you listening, are a ghost, are you? Maybe we all are. I think we all are, but whatever you are, this boat is just for you. It is too small to fit both of us, and I'm not done here. You'll be fine. I'll keep it steady while you get in. You'll have a very pleasant ride back, I'm certain. Go back to the forest without me. I'll stay here just a little while longer. Or until I'm able to find my way back. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Take this. Take the glass bottle. When you get to land, send me something back. It can be anything. Anything at all. Even a whisper, a song, a breath, anything. But send it back. Put it in the lake. And I promise it will find its way back to me. Good. Thank you. Yes, it's that way. See you soon, my friend. I'll just be here, waiting, patiently. I don't know what for. Maybe your bottle to arrive. Maybe more ghosts who need help. Maybe another boat will arrive for me. But it's not my time to leave here yet. Either way, I will see you soon. You can sleep on your boat if you like. I will see you soon. Good night.
Hello, my friends, and thank you so much for listening to episode 156 of On a Dark Cold Night. This is host, writer, podcaster, composer, performer, etc., Kristen Zaza. How is your week going? Apologies for the delay on this one, friends, but I've just been so tired lately. Going back into the world is hard and good. I find I need a little more time to recharge the battery these days. I wonder if it's just me. I'm so lucky to have two thank yous going out this week. First to Jennifer, my newest patron on Patreon, who pledged a monthly amount in support of what I do over here at On a Dark Gold Night. Thank you so, so much, Jennifer. Every Patreon patron of $1 or more receives access to my constantly updated soundtrack of the show, and every patron of $5 or more receives, in addition to this, access to a monthly tarot reading video I do for the full moon. You can learn more at patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. And my second thank you is going out to Marta, who donated to the show via coffee.com, in the form of several metaphorical coffees. Thank you so very much, Marta. Coffee.com is a great way to support the show on a one-time basis without the Patreon perks. You can learn more at ko-fi.com slash darkcoldnight. Thank you again, Jennifer and Marta. Support like yours really and truly does directly help me keep creating, and I appreciate it so much. Thank you. If you're interested in some wearable merch for the show, head on over to bonfire.com slash on-a-dark-cold-night to check out our t-shirts and hoodies. I'm considering adding some new kinds of On a Dark Cold Night product and exploring some options therein. If you have any thoughts or suggestions about the kind of merch you'd like to see, please feel free to give me a shout over social media and let me know. Speaking of which, you can follow me on Twitter at A Dark Cold Night, Instagram at Dark Cold Night Podcast, or on my Facebook or YouTube pages just called On A Dark Cold Night. And if you'd like to support the show in a different way, I would love it if you left me a review on iTunes, Facebook, or wherever else you like to review podcasts. Any way to spread the word about the show is very much appreciated. Thank you, each and all, for listening and joining me tonight. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope waiting with me was, well, perhaps not fun, but hopefully peaceful, calm. It's not a bad place to be on this little island. I'll leave soon and see you again next time. Have sweet dreams, my friends. Take care. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.